It's Tepo Waffle Time! Welcome to Recording in Progress. Compliments of Tepo Waffle. Okay. Um, so yesterday I had a graduation ceremony for the kindergarten department. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what this involved was having lots and lots of very little children running around in um, capes and oh. yes, with those little board, straight board hats on, which kept falling off. Yeah, motor yep. because their heads are too small. Anyway, it was very cute. Um, and the kids were a little bit bewildered, uh, overwhelmed maybe, but you know, because it was a for, it was a pretty formal ceremony. There were lights and cameras and uh, the stage, and they all had to go onto the stage and shake the hands of the person who was handing the certificate, and then carry the certificate off. You know, like like a university graduation. Okay, all right. So, uh, can I re-describe your event yesterday? In, yes. From two different perspectives. Yours is yesterday. The kindergarten kids had a graduation ceremony or yesterday your kindergarten kid parents had a graduation ceremony actually or yesterday you still had a promotional event wow okay well you hit the nail on the head there so we've got we've got quite a lot of stuff happening um yes. but there's there was a fourth version of that and that is yesterday i had uh i had to spend the day in a a very, very noisy and hot hall watching kids run around and, and parents Drop taking photographs. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a lost day or two of my life, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, the reason why I bring this up as a topic on Tefl Waffle is because I, I wonder whether there is actually any educational benefit, any educational purpose behind graduations in general. I mean, the, at a, at a university, at the end of university, you go to your graduation and, and you get your certificate and it's a huge thing and there's a pomp and ceremony circumstance thing and um, everybody's very excited and you wear black gowns and you pay a lot of money and and then you're degreed. <clears throat> and you walk away with a picture of you standing next to the VIP who made you reschedule it for the umpteenth of no, nothing timber. Right. So now I remember my, my first degree that I got that um, I was very proud and I invited either my mother or my father, I can't remember who, um, and they attended and it, it took up pretty much an entire day. So we spent the morning practicing how to receive the certificate, um, who to shake hands with, how to, how to get off the stage. Where, and then the whole thing was a farce, really. The thing that you picked up from the man who gave it to you was not actually your certificate. It was just a, a prop that you handed back right. as you walked out of the line so they could route it around. Yeah, yeah. So you walk on the stage, you pick it up, you shake the hands, there's a photograph taken of you as you do that. Then you walk down the stage and you give it back to the person and then actually get your real certificate in a scroll right in a but they've they've got them ordered on off stage so the guy on the stage doesn't have to fumble around making sure he's giving you the right piece of doc, you know the right document so it so was very that, clever that in itself already implies a couple of hours or days of rehearsal and planning right right i mean it's a and 
for that, I think I graduated with a thousand eight hundred other people. So that it, it was a massive thing. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a uh, when I when I got my master's degree, I went for my graduation and invited the other parent and I can't I can't remember who. Anyway, I went through the whole thing again. Then I got another degree and I thought, uh, I don't think so. Um, and for my PhD, when the graduation ceremony happened in that university, the person who was going to hand out the certificates was the queen's youngest, yeah. I don't know, one of the princesses. Yeah. Yep. And so there was a huge amount of pomp and ceremony and circumstance and all that kind of stuff. And we had to go in and practice for two days before the real ceremony. And I just said, mm, I don't think so. So I, I didn't officially get any photographs of myself graduating. Um, and... I mean, how many graduations should you have in a lifetime? So anyway, now let's go back to kindergarten. Well, there we go. We have a kindergarten. But of course, you have to have a pre-K graduation to have your kindergarten graduation so that you can have Well, your then you need a primary, primary school graduation. Yes. And of course, uh, you know, if we really want to go for it, let's let's pick the American model and also have a middle school graduation after that. Right. And then we need a secondary. The middle, what's the middle of secondary school? That's high school. Uh, uh, in the US, it's primary, middle, high, I think. Uh, so they get yeah. three instead of the rest of the world. The whole, thing, the whole thing is actually quite expensive, too, because you're spending the day with all the teachers around who obviously need to be paid for that. Um, you need I, to hire the whole... We thing. hope. One hopes, yes. One hopes, hire because the... some of the teachers are salaried and the graduation ceremony is on a Sunday and they have to rehearse for the previous three Saturdays. And, and uh, the kids need to do a, a, a show for the parents to see. So there's a whole so there's, week. Yeah, there's 40 classroom hours taken up with rehearsing. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, look, there were some benefits to the whole thing from, from a teacher's perspective. The kids getting up on stage and doing a show for their parents, um, you can see that it was a there, – there were some – some real educational moments in them. I mean, the kids were they can learning. demonstrate that. Look, we we know how to do this stuff now. We we studied hard in class. Yeah, but also the whole thing of standing up on stage and some of them get a, a bout of stage fright. Some of them are, are completely overwhelmed by the, by the lights and so on. Um, and then they walk off and then they're ex excited about the fact that they've done it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there were some benefits to the whole thing, but I wonder if, okay, of the three options that you gave me for what the day was about, it actually had nothing to do with the kids at all. The parents were the parents were more excited than the kids were um, about what was going on. Um, the director of the school was more excited than even the parents were because this, as you said, it's, a, it's an excellent marketing opportunity. Lots yeah. of photographs. Lots of cute kids doing cute things, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so the end of, it's, a, it's end a great day for the sugarcane drink sellers who park their carts outside the school too. <laughs> and the pancake sellers. And the lady with the, um, <laughs> the, lady with the flowers. So I actually, there, there was a lady selling flowers outside. Now I'm going to show this to you through Zoom, but of course for the yeah, listeners, that's great audio for our listeners here. Well, you can describe what it is that you see. <laughs> can I? Honestly, yeah. can I? I think mean, I mean right, you can. First of all, are they flowers or are they like crepe paper or something? It's, um, no, it's cloth. 
cloth. cloth. Okay. Blue cloth roses. All right. So there's quite a bit of artistry that's gone into this to make this uh, synthetic, highly flammable bouquet of Spider-Man with a mortarboard hat uh, and uh, some sort of weird vest that Spider-Man's wearing. Uh, blue, blue vest or gown? No, no, he's wearing a onesie. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Spider-Man with a mortarboard uh, and a bouquet of of cloth purple blue roses, roses and sprigs yeah. of something. Now the kid, the kid who actually got this, <clears throat> um, when he had to carry it up onto the stage or have his photograph taken with it, he didn't want anything to do with it. But as soon <laughs> as the as soon as the photographs were finished, he wouldn't let it go. It was like the best thing he'd ever received because there was Spider-Man in it. So I, I think the photograph thing was a little bit of a, I mean, the, the kids, I don't think the kids really like it. Well, the boys certainly don't. Um, but he he loved the Spider-Man thing and he, he he dismantled it so that he could keep the Spider-Man with the mortarboard hat on okay. and throw away the flowers. Um, and then it got left behind. So I thought I'd bring it over to show you how exciting my my weekend was. <laughs> Okay, so the question that we have then is, how important is it to graduate uh -huh. as, as, a, as a ceremony? I mean, is the ceremony... Uh, from and, the student's point of view. From the student's point of view, yes. Let's, let's go there. And maybe from the teachers. Okay, so let's, let's start with the, the students. Uh, so I'll take myself out of it because I'm not a pomp and ceremony type of person. I mean, you, you came to my wedding... Uh, so you oh, know yes. how, how little into ceremony I am. Uh, but if I'm looking at it purely from the perspective of that uh, sense of, not satisfaction, completion, uh, sense of that, look, I've achieved something. Here's a, here's a finished product. Now, of course, the degree itself should be the finished product in the same way that if I'm uh, building a, a table, the sense of satisfaction should be, look, my table is finished, not, hey, check out this picture of me standing next to my table. The, the, the table's the point, not, not the photo. Uh, but of course, I can also see that I'd love to like go, hey, Steve, check out this table that I just finished. So there's a, a, a showing off, uh, you know, not showing off, uh, that sense of pride, pride of accomplishment. One of, the problems, yeah, one of the problems with that idea, though, is that <clears throat> the children are not going to fail kindergarten. When they reach six, they're going to go into primary school. Um, yes. So finishing kindergarten is not actually an achievement. It's just no. a matter of course, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm assuming in this sense of accomplishment thing that I'm old enough to have um, some vested you know, I've invested some time and effort into it. But of course, as a kindergartner, I'm not investing time and effort. I'm just going to school because it's Wednesday and dad dropped me off and mum picked me up. You know, it's, there's no personal investment on the, the part of a five-year-old or a four-year-old or etc. Maybe once I get to, yeah, maybe once I get to my teens, perhaps... Can I throw in a counter argument? Sure. One of the things that I think that we, we're starting to do in modern education is move 
away from um, routines. Um, routines is not, you know, in the church, you've got all these things that people do, uh, yeah. rituals, rituals, yeah. that's what I'm like. Things that people do because that's how it's always been done. Yeah. And and in from a critical thinking perspective now, we're going, well, why should we wave incense around? That's we don't need that anymore. You know, we've got fridges that keep food, you know, the 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 concept of ritual is starting to die. And I wonder whether <clears throat> moving away from rituals in childhood is robbing the children somehow of experiences which might be beneficial to them in some sort of future concept of how they understand themselves and their childhood. <laughs> okay, I'm pushing the boundaries here. But, but rituals, <coughs> rituals do have a psychological benefit. I mean, going through a ritual of some sort, running the bath, putting the, you know, whatever your little personal ritual is for ending the day yeah. is a, has a calming effect. Okay, I'm not... It's a stretch to say that a graduation ceremony is a ritual which has a calming effect on people's psyche of some in some way. But maybe these things are important somehow for how we how we understand life. Okay, my dogs are just joining Zoom for the moment. And the dog disagrees with me by the sounds of things. Yeah, she's rather annoyed. Mm, okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know so much about the the ritual thing. Um, when it comes to education, I think a lot of the the ritual um, is fulfilling one of two roles. One is just the pure classroom management role. You know, uh, when okay, in my classes, I, I let my if I'm teaching high school, I let the students be rowdy and chat and whatever. And that at a certain point, when I know all the students have come in from their homeroom, or at least most of them have, and whatever, I, I stand up and say, oh, okay, guys. And that's kind of the ritual of me transitioning into it's yeah, time to pay attention and, and, and start work. So right. there's a, that's an educational ritual which helps me with classroom management. And I follow the same routine. Uh, then there's the secondary ritual for the students, which is uh, habit forming habits can be very beneficial to just managing your life. And of course, being a student can be stressful. So having a, a my dog doesn't like that. Doesn't agree with that, no, no. Uh, having a ritual of, you know, uh, when, I, when I get home, the first thing I do is grab a glass of, of milk, take my bag to my room and unpack my books onto my desk and uh, stick the, the all right, I'm in the middle of the desk, and his, that's my educational habit, which is a ritual, but it's got still got nothing to do with ceremony and pomp. Mm, okay, so so let me give you an example of what might be what might be more closely related. Taking attendance, so the kids come in, they sit down, and you take attendance. Uh, now I reject the whole concept of standing in front of the class, running through a list of names. Yeah, um, I haven't, have not done that for at least fifteen years. Okay, or kids come in and they sing a song to the flag um, or they say some sort of chanty thing. Now, when I was a kid, we, we did do that. We said prayers before class. Okay. Um, which, thinking back on it, was really dumb in many ways, but also I remember it, it being a, some sort of signal um, and um, 
transitioning from playtime to okay now it's time to to follow a set of rules and so um in modern classrooms and especially in language classrooms we don't have anything everybody comes in we're on a warmer everybody runs around writes things on the whiteboard it's a lot of fun and then there's some sort of okay the teacher's going to start the lesson now but there's none of that educational pomp, pomp and circumstance here <laughs> of the names being called out or lining up or you know i mean i don't i don't line my kids up ever anymore you know that's okay. that's so um two different places that I, I'm teaching. One is military and another one is high school. Now, in the military, uh, officially, there's a, a class, I don't know what you call it, the head of the class. Let's call him the head boy. For, for one of the better word. Uh, and when at a at certain point, you can either give that guy a, a nod or he'll just, he'll see that you're standing at the front of the the room ready to start and he'll stand up and say class attention in a very militaristic tone everybody will stand up and drone a horrible good in that you know a horrible monotone that every class does yes and then the class starts and it's the military so i, I just i just let it happen fine now in the high school it's actually the same there's a head boy for want of a better word and they are supposed to pretty much do that, but I nix it. I, I, I kind of give the, the guy and I go, no, 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 never mind. Don't, don't worry about it. I just, I ax that. Right. And are you undermining the system? Because you, sure. you, if that's what they do every lesson, I mean, even that good morning, which I hate, and I, I don't let them do that. But I wonder if I'm undermining some sort of ritual of some sort that they, that, that, helps them to get into some sort of mood for studying you know what i mean okay uh you're right but actually that's exactly the reason why i do it uh, i want to undercut the ritual because i want my class not to be period four period seven period like i don't want to be just the other room that they file into sit down open book copy from the whiteboard close book go to next class rinse repeat I, I want to stand out a little bit so you're breaking you're breaking the educational tone yeah and i'm i'm doing that quite deliberately to go no 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 look this is this is english class man we have fun here is that is that possibly um I'm, i know that we're treading on to different territory here but is that also then some sort of way of indicating cultural a, a cultural separation Sure. Uh, we have a different way of running life in English. Uh, no, English. Uh, not, not in that sense, because, I mean, look, if I think back to my educational eras, we, all, we had all those, yeah, go to morning assembly or whatever things. We had those things. Uh, and in Boy Scout, you know, you had a, a dib, dib, dib and a dub, dub, dub and a whatever's. A little salute and stuff, yes. So all well, that stuff was there. I, I'm deliberately doing it in, in my lessons. Uh, I, I'm not doing it as an, an English show, but uh, just as a... The Troyer. Yeah, and also as a... You no, know, my classes are about what we get done, not how... Okay, let, let's, let's go back to my question then. In spite of the fact that you're breaking the rituals of education in your classrooms, do you think that educational 
routines or rituals like graduation and morning assembly is really a, a useful waste of the students' time while they're growing up? Well, when you phrase it that way, no, because of the way that you phrased it. But if I put it another way and say, do I think it serves any purpose? Yes. Uh, there's, again, back to the original one. If I look at it from the parents' perspective, then the parents get to see that uh, I can have some, some faith that, you know, I'm not only am I not wasting my time and my money, but, oh, look, my, my kids are getting something out of this. They are learning. I can, I can see some end product. You know, they probably don't care so much in, about the, the table. They care more about the, the, demo, the table is a demonstration of the fact that the students will learn to build the table. It was used as a useful outcome to all the time that students spent. Yes, okay. And of course, they're, they're parents, so they, you know, there's some pride in there. They get to say, hey, check out my little Johnny. Isn't my little Johnny handsome today? So there's that. They get to show off to the other parents. Uh, from the students, from the students' perspective, I guess it, it works as a, how do I say it? You know, like a, a, a fixed point. This thing is finished now and we get to start the next thing. We, there's a, a transition, a clear transition marker here where that's done. It's time to start the new one. So there's that for the students. All right. So, yeah. Okay. So in, in that sense, then my weekend was not wasted. It was a useful transition point for those kids into their primary school years. It was a... No, no, no. Because all that for the students assumes that they have some sort of agency, which they don't. A four-year-old, I'm sorry, they don't have any sense of agency or even, you know, there's probably not a lot of sense of importance leading up to it. It's probably more confusion than anything else. What, what, huh? Yeah, but, but in terms of what you just said, then the kids identify that as an important transition point of some sort, maybe post hoc, but they see it then as, oh, okay, well, I finished. I have finished that. They're six. They're going into big school. Um, it's, it's more serious now. We've graduated from that playground area that we were running around in early. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there is some sort of psychological barrier that they break through at that point. I, I don't think they do, not at that point. My, mm -hmm. my son had a, a Father's Day ceremony, a very, very traditional Thai Father's Day ceremony when he was, I'm going to say like eight weeks old at his primary school. Obviously, it wasn't eight weeks old, but that's what it felt like. He was so young. He was probably four. At primary, oh, at kindergarten, right? At kindergarten. And they, they had a Father's Day ceremony. They obviously put an insane amount of work into rehearsing and practicing. Yeah, and it was the very traditional Thai one, you know, the, the kids got to wire down and, uh, and lick your, the crevice of your toe jam and, and steam thing the back of your, your knees with a, a garland of frangipangis. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I, I went to it, but when it got to the, like, when it was getting just too ceremonial, I just cut them, cut them off. I said, no, 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 just, okay, you, you, you. Monitor the other parents. My, my kid can just sit here. He doesn't have to whatever. But then are you undermining the, the parenting process because you're not doing it the Thai way? You're not, no, you're not I, insisting I think I'm that doing you're doing the exact opposite. I'm establishing that, no, no, no. 
I, I'm your parent. <laughs> the teacher doesn't tell you how to behave with me. The school doesn't tell you how to behave with me. If you want to do that with your mother, you can, but you and I have a relationship that is not dictated by your school. And does he remember that? I very highly doubt it. He's four. Do, do you think that the parents at that Father's Day ceremony appreciated the fact that the, the children were being inculcated into the cultural norms of, of traditional Thai society? And yes. Um... yes, I do. For the most part, yes, I do. You know, I mean, all these, all these fathers have to take the morning off from work and go do this ceremonial thing at their kid's school. So obviously they, these fathers are putting some weight into it. You know, if they're, they're, they're taking time off from their, their job. And I wasn't at a really high-end school, but it wasn't a, a, you know, some rural backwoods school where the, the farmer can just walk in from his field for half an hour because he's self-employed. You know, this is central Bangkok uh, and we've got, you know, these... Uh, the IT guy has got to take get permission to have the morning off from his multinational corporation. Right. Well, that um, kind of answers many questions, but leaves many unanswered too. So uh, we, I think, I think we have to bottom line it. Is there any purpose in graduation ceremonies for the parents? Yes. Yes. Well, yes. Okay. Uh, we the. The cynical one is their purpose for the school. Yes, we get to show yes, off yes, and we get sure. to yada, yada, yada. Okay. Uh, is there purpose in it for the students? Only once they have some sense of agency over, you know, this being a conclusion uh, and a demonstration of their their efforts or their, at least their work. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. Some, some of the kids really did enjoy themselves. Some of the kids loved standing on the stage. Um, some of them same, didn't. Are they the same kids who uh, would have loved it just as much if they were singing a Christmas carol? Yeah, yeah. I mean, get, I mean the, the, the whole process of being the center of attention is, is probably positive for most kids. Okay. The, the kid whose bouquet I stole, um, this particular one, he hated it until it was finished. And then he was super excited about all the photographs that had been taken. And um, uh, so he, he was excited about it after it had finished. <laughs> Funny. Okay. And then let's really bottom line it and say, is there any educational value in it? Yeah. Uh, well, and also there's one other question. Was, was it, was it a valuable opportunity for the teachers spending the day watching that whole thing? Ooh, ooh. I, I hadn't actually thought of it that way. Uh, I think that's very much um, what type of teacher you are. You know, mm. I, I, I don't have a, a sense of personal pride in my students' accomplishment. Uh, I look at them and go, did you see Frank? Frank's awesome. Not, did you see Frank? look at my hard work yeah back to the question of educational outcomes i think that if if you consider schooling to be um the inculcation of cultural values as you were talking about a little bit earlier with then yes absolutely there's lots of benefits if you see your especially young learners education kindergarten as a way of um building connections between child and parent, then yes, there's lots of benefits there. Um, 
if it's just a matter of standing on stage and singing a song and waving your hands in the air, I mean, it's something to look, it's something to work towards as you go through kindergarten three. We've got to practice the song because we're going to do it at graduation, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but but otherwise, um, I'm not so sure. I mean, it's a lot of wasted hours practicing little songs. Well, I don't know. I mean, they sing the songs anyway, I suppose. I don't know. That question's hard. Come on. Every time a school has said to you, uh, you need to you need to get your students ready for this thing. If you if you look at it from the disruption that it causes to your classroom, you go, well, I'm not going to get through these five topics because I have to spend those five hours preparing for that teacher parent demonstration. Yeah. I mean, yes, yes, and no. I, the kids are going to sing those songs anyway, whether whether there's a graduation coming or not. Um, but you're and, not going to spend five hours rehearsing it. You're just going to sing it as a classroom event, which was which was perhaps one-fifth or one-tenth yeah. of your classroom time, not okay. five hours of your classroom time. <laughs> okay, all right. Yes, um, if I'm doing it for the parents, it's got to be, everybody's got to be synced. And yeah. hey, Bob at the back there, come come on, participate properly, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. No, Whereas this, if it's just this the, is the part where you put your thumb on your left index finger and make a circle. And then when the kids get on stage, they don't do it anyway because they're so they're so yeah. blasted by the lights and they're so confused and, the sound and, and they're waving at their parent who they can see standing taking photos and the parents are going to them oh, no, don't pay attention to me who's waving my hands in the air and staring at you. Don't pay attention to me who's waving my hands and staring at you. I'm waving my yeah. hand and staring at you so that you keep on doing the things. Stop paying attention to me while I'm waving my hand and staring at you. Yeah, so all those five hours of whatever, 50 hours of preparation, getting it right. I mean, I think when I watch the kindergarten teachers doing it, they seem to spend more time on it than than anything else. I mean, they've got little props for the kids to hold and they've got a whole little sunflowers for them to wave above their heads for this part of the song and a little flower. Yeah, I mean, really, they, they, okay. the teachers... I, I, them I, was, I was actually avoiding that part of it because I didn't want to sound like a horrible cynic. Um, some teachers get way too into it. It's like, dude... You're an English teacher, not a dance choreographer. Can you get back to your topic that you're supposed to be teaching? This podcast going on far, far too long, but, but on that point, I mean, I think that um, the English part of it gets lost along the way because the kids yeah. just get up and lip sync a song to a recording. So they're not actually even really necessarily using English. Um, they're just kind of, yeah. All right, well, it's time for a word from our sponsor. Okay, and today's sponsor is Steve having an internet connection. So the world is growing increasingly internetly connection. Yeah, the, the problem is that my internet connection is not very good. So if, if we're pushing an advert here, please don't buy, what do I have here? Um, I, can't, I can't remember. Exeom Capkism. <laughs> Whatever internet connection I have here, don't use that one. Use the other one. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, everybody, uh, contact your local ISP and use the the promo offer code zero. Yes. For how many percent off? Oh, that's the offer code. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Enjoy your waffling, and we'll waffle at you later. Hmm. Okay, stop recording.
Stop recording. Stop. Tough Waffle is proudly brought to you by the Nonstop Wafflers, Troy and Steve. For any questions, comments, complaints, or queries, you can email Tough Waffle at gmail.com or visit tufflewaffle.com.